0: 58 catches, 847 yards and 1 touchdown. Hello! You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle.
1: Welcome back to Huddle Up a Football Podcast. I'm Tony, joined by Daniel. As always, welcome back, Daniel. Hello. Daniel and I just dug through the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl players, they've all been announced now. Um, so we're just digging through this for the first time. This was literally like the last five minutes has been Daniel's first time looking at it at all. And so we wanted to give some reaction. The first thing that we both agreed on immediately, though, that I think we have to dive right into is Kyle Pitts is a Pro Bowler. With with Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey and, of course, George Kittle. But Kyle Pitts is the fourth tight end. And I think that's... Um, are we still hyping? Is that a thing? Like, are we still hyping up Kyle Pitts? Because I don't... I think he's been great, but has he been pro-bowl great, Daniel? No. I, I, I mean, that, he does
0: hasn't that make really sense? been great. I'm not trying to, he, like,
1: dog him, but are we still... Yeah. Is this? Are we still hyping him?
0: Apparently, apparently too much. I mean, I was surprised when I looked at his stats because I feel like he's not done very well at all this year. (laughs) I was surprised when I looked at his stats, like how many yards he has. Um, So I, I was actually, it it was kind of a pleasant surprise on that. I was like, wow, he hasn't done you know horrible, but I mean. one touchdown is that a pro bowler? I mean if you have like 1200 yards sure but one touchdown in comparison Zach Hertz has like almost 20 more catches than he does and seven touchdowns and then not too far down the list. Dallas Goddard you know he has four touchdowns. so I I don't know both both of those guys kind of and Zach Ertz changed teams and got better I mean I I think Zach Ertz definitely deserves deserves the nod in the NFC. When
1: when you um, said Zach Ertz, as as I it became like really clear to me. I agree with you. Yeah. Um he, he's had a lot more against him, that's for sure. And he has returned to at least most of what Zach Ertz once was. And and it is it is incredible. That should not be I mean, you know, the story is not a part of each year's Pro Bowl, but I think he's earned it on the field this year too. I agree with you. You, yeah, I didn't. I couldn't think of a replacement. I was sitting here while you were talking about it, trying to figure it out, and then you said Zach Ertz, and yeah, I, I think that I would I would prefer to see Zach Ertz instead of
0: Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Zach Ertz had seventy catches and seven touchdowns. I mean, I think that's a way better year. And Kyle Pitts, I, they. I, I will say this: I've watched games. I mean, I have personal investment in Kyle Pitts because I have him in a couple areas of fantasy. But, you know, when they get down to the goal line, he is getting double teamed almost every time. So I, I will give him that. He is, he is getting the veteran treatment. But he still hasn't really put it all together yet. He, he's had two good games all year. And all the other ones are pretty mediocre. So, yeah, that, that was glaring to me. I was just shocked to see that. Did you have any other shockers? What else? I mean, when I first saw it, I was really surprised about Keenan Allen. I was too. Yeah, because I, I'm looking at a list here, just because Keenan Allen is a uh, possession guy, so that's kind of his specialty. And it just sorted by catches, he does have 92 catches, which is which is actually pretty surprising. But and he has over over a thousand yards and five touchdowns. So a 1007 yards and five touchdowns. I know this isn't all about stats. But Hunter Renfro is right there with him. He's three catches away, eight yards away, same touchdowns. I mean, I know he I know he's up at the top of the list, but as far as wow. like that's mind boggling Whoa. I know. That is is like if, you're, if, you're, if you're if I put them both side by side, you would never know which to do. Which one's which, but that's, so Keenan Allen has had a pretty good year, but Hunter Renfro has had just as good of a year, and he's obviously not a pro bowler. So I, I think, you know, they, they I, I know he's a favorite there, but even Deontay Johnson, you know, he's over a 1,000. He has one more touchdown and six fewer catches. Who would you have? I think have? Deontay has had a...
1: So you'd pick Deontay Johnson over him?
0: Yeah, I mean... Uh, i think so i think deontay johnson has has had a better year keenan allen has has really been inconsistent i know tyree kill got wide receiver one uh, for the afc and the nfc is what's stacked there we have cooper cup and then devontae adams and chris godwin i mean all those you know unfortunately chris yeah. godwin couldn't get to 100 100 catches and that's just that's a that's an awful thing and then justin jefferson there um so I, I know that the NFC kind of stacked at the top, but the AFC, I, I think I think Deontay has, has had a better year than, than Keenan.
1: Yeah, I think Tyler Lockett's had a better year than both. Um, by the way, <laughs> he, Tyler Lockett was fantasy wide receiver. I think it was 13 going into last week. And I looked at it and I grinned and I thought, oh, I got this son of a bitch. I'm going oh, to get him for five no. shots.
0: Well, is he 13?
1: He was, and now he's not, I'm sure. I haven't looked since. But he did
0: what was our bet was it
1: 15 it's five shots. I thought it was top 12, but it could be top 15. I'll have to go back and listen to it.
0: For some reason if you're going to give me three I, more I I'll it
1: was take 15. him it was, it was it was 15 yeah top 15 okay okay yeah yeah okay um but yeah <sighs> so Now, close. but now I'm a game out so it's going to be, Still, that, yeah, it's going to be difficult because I just lost. I him. mean,
0: he'll come back. He'll he'll go for 203 touchdowns in the last week and finishes bingo, bingo. Receiver for 14. That's <laughs> what
1: I'm looking for. That's my championship week. That's my, that's, that's it. That's when it matters. And he'll be there.
0: Hey, but update on my shot bet that I was really worried about is the 49ers making the playoffs. That is looking good right now.
1: Oh, dude, it's looking way better than I thought it was going to. It started out so bad. I thought I had that in the bag. I thought it was in the bag. I think you have to get... Honestly, wait, I think you conceded that bet. I think that bet's off the table. Why? Because I think we have it on record somewhere where you were like, where we were like, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. And you said, yeah, they weren't going to make them. And that's essentially you conceding (laughs) and backing out of your bet.
0: Is that how that works? I think so. (laughs) Now... We got to get Corey on here for this bet payout um, show, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll do, we're going to do the, the bet payouts, the Super Bowl um, prop bet show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have him for that show.
0: Yeah, Corey's, Corey's got to come back for that, at least, because uh, he's got to pay up his awful bets that he made. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, God, we he's can make that f- happen.
0: 15 shots deep.
1: The man screwed. Um, any other yeah. surprises? Do you have bets? Sorry, you yeah. want, you want, we'll get back. I I don't know. No. it was nice to see um, Jamar Chase. I'll say that it was really nice to see Jamar Chase there. We've, yeah, we've I talked like about that. him a lot, but he he really is. Uh, we've talked about him about being um, offensive player of the year. Him being Pro Bowl, honestly, rookie
0: offensive rookie. Yeah, of sorry, year.
1: sorry, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, but yeah. to to have Pro Bowl recognition your rookie year is pretty pretty phenomenal. So if he isn't the offensive rookie of the year, at least we're, we're right. You know, we got, we were right about this guy, the community, all of us. I'm not, I don't mean me and you, everybody, Jamar chase worked and that feels good. That's, that's a good feeling. That's all.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you um, one that no one saw coming. I don't care who you are at the beginning of the year versus now and making the pro bowl is James Conner. That was that was kind of uh, surprising to see his name on there, and then you go back and you look at the yeah you know the stats, and you're like, like okay yeah yeah the thing with James Conner is what's crazy is it took an injury early to Chase Edmonds. Otherwise, I don't know that James Conner would have gotten you know that much of an opportunity uh, because Chase Edmonds was the you know the piece that they were working with all off season, and he was going to be the you know the number one, but James Conner has 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 rushing touchdowns to this point and then two receiving and some pretty pretty decent receiving stats here in the last uh well since week 9 so yeah he he has been a pleasant surprise um, for the for the Cardinals and he was hurt last week so just imagine what he would have done to Detroit um, if he if he wouldn't have gotten hurt in that game those those stats would be well padded but that what a great year for James Conner. I'm, I'm so happy for him. I mean, a guy that gets traded basically um, was kind of staring down the end of his career, basically. We and, all thought it was uh, over.
1: Everybody thought it was yeah. done. Everybody thought it was over. Um, he had one good year in Pittsburgh. It fell apart. We, the, the, You know, the, the cancer thing keeps getting brought up about, you know, his immune system and his ability to heal his muscle. Like, people have all these weird things. I don't know if it's science or if it's made up crap. I don't know. But that does get brought up into the talk. And yeah, James Conner had kind of a not very good vibe coming into this year. And he showed back up like he has done before. It's a, that is exciting. And, and I was sort of as surprised as, as you were, Daniel. I didn't expect to see his name there. But just like you said, when you go back and look at it, I mean, yeah. We, we, we um, in a fantasy league, back to that. Uh, didn't I tell you that, what was it with the James Conner trade? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. You said something about James Connor. And I told you to shut up because I was going to go after him. Because oh, oh yeah, you remember? And then on my way home from work that day, the person that I didn't want to make the trade for Connor made the trade for Connor, and I was stuck by myself. Do you remember this?
0: Yes, I do now. But I don't think that he heard our conversation. I think it was more of just a crazy uh, coincidence.
1: It was a fucked up coincidence, but yeah, I agree with you anyway.
0: Yeah, it, it was a, what running back should I go for right now before the playoffs? Basically I need a push and that's sort of relatively, not relatively unknown, but like cheaper than just the main bell cow running backs. And I said, yeah, James Conner's your guy. Cause you could see it kind of, he was starting to light it up. He had like three or four straight games of the touchdown and Arizona just kept feeding him. And yeah, that day on the way home. Yep. Yep. Um, yep, that sucks. Well, the man put a Second bet. in the league in rushing touchdowns, by the way. Oof. Jesus. Behind Jonathan Taylor, of course.
1: Well, the man made a bet on James Conner, and he won. Do you have any bets this week, sir?
0: I do. Best bets of the week. So I, I went through... Last week, it it was such deja vu. The exact same thing happened to me than it did last week. I got the Thursday night in the bag. I hit an early bet, and so I was 2-0. The Ravens game going exactly how I pictured. And again, this is the exact scenario that happened last week. Right in the bag, and then the Ravens swoop in with a backdoor cover, (laughs) and I lose again. Um, So I went two and two again last week and it should have been an easy three and one except for the Ravens scoring and then going for two and losing in the exact same fashion. But they covered. (laughs) So um, I have four more for you. Three of them are spreads and one is an over under. Uh, The first game is actually Saturday and it's Saturday night. So Christmas night, the Colts are taking on the Cardinals. So they're, the Colts are going into Arizona, and I am taking the Colts plus one. Um, I think they're going to win this game. Arizona, It's easy, easy to bet against Arizona right now. Um, especially, what's weird is especially at home. Arizona has not played well at home, and they have not played well recently. They are 0-4 in playoff-clinching games. And they're going to be 0-5. The Colts are going to come into town. The Colts know they need to win. If they basically win this game, so they have to beat the Cardinals and the Raiders, and then they finish off the season with, who is it? Tony the Jaguars? One of those teams. Um, so if this is the game, though. If the Colts win this game, they're basically in the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not discounting the Raiders, but I think they're going to do it. Um, so the Colts plus one. Uh, the next game is a Sunday at one. Um, hey, wait! Raven. Um,
1: I don't know what the website was. What's the over/under on that game? Do you know? Do you have it in front of you?
0: Uh, I can look very, very quickly. It is forty-nine.
1: So, oh, it was. It was so. It was forty-eight at the time we looked at it. It was forty-eight, and somebody had predicted a twenty-four, twenty-four tie, and it was the cheapest thing I'd ever seen. Uh, yeah. Um, the schedule <laughs> is Cardinals, Raiders, Jaguars.
0: Okay. See so, ya. Yeah. If they win this game, the Colts are in the driver's seat to make the playoffs, as they are right now, already in a wild card spot. Um, the Cardinals, you you could easily say, you know, if all they have to do is win one game and they're in the playoffs. They've it's been that way for four weeks and they can't do it. Um, they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Chase Edmonds is back, kind of eating into James Conner's work, but James Connor got hurt. Kyler looks horrible. I mean, he hasn't thrown it. I think he's thrown like one touchdown in the last three games. Does he look horrible?
1: He was a pro bowler. It's actually.
0: That's fine. Overall, he's looked okay. 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 But just in the last little stretch here, he has looked God awful. Um, So I think the Colts go into Arizona and beat him. My next bet, Ravens at Bengals. The over-under on this game right now, the Ravens at Bengals, is 36 and a half. I, I don't get that. That is way too low. Um, even if Lamar is still out, look at what Tyler Huntley did to the Packers last week. Yeah, it's way too low. Way too low. And the Bengals, I think think Vegas, based on this over-under, I'm just making a prediction right now, Vegas thinks that Lamar is going to be out for the Ravens and Joe Mixon is going to be out for the Bengals. I just can't picture any other way that they would have such a low over-under for this type of game. There's so much at stake here for these divisional opponents. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, both teams have heavy interest in absolutely making sure that they win. You know, they have got to win this game. And it could potentially be, uh, I guess, I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I could see a world where Cincinnati explodes in the beginning, in the very beginning of this game, a big play out of Joe Nixon, a big play out of Jamar Chase, just one and that sets the tone for the whole thing and i don't see it could the same could be true for the ravens you know i, I think one team's going to take this thing and just ram it down the face of the other one i don't know which one's going to be but that's kind of what i expect to happen here because both are a little bit banged up and the this covid situation is completely crazy guys um but yeah i i, th- I honestly think that one of these teams is going to dominate the other, but it's still going to go over that. Like it's got to be over. That's way too low.
0: Yeah, the last time these two teams played, I remember it vividly. Um, it was fourteen to fourteen. Okay, and then the Bengals got a field goal, and so that made it fourteen to seventeen. And it was very, very close after that. Kind of went back and forth. Kind of, kind of one of those like turnover, turnover, uh, punt, punt. And then the Bengals opened it up. If I remember correctly, Jamar Chase had a huge day, maybe over 200 yards. So, kind of like what you're saying. And the Bengals ended up winning 41 to 14. I'm not even looking at anything.
1: That's what I'm saying. I, know, is I could see no either screen, of those teams just just exploding. And that, and you know, one of those teams could very well do that. And that's all it takes. That's an easy over bet.
0: Yeah. I remember that game just it, it, looking like a blowout on 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 paper when you look at the score but it was so close the yeah. whole game and then right. they just opened it up right so either way it's gonna hit over 36 and a half <laughs> um my next bet these are all these are all going to be done by sunday at one looks like so uh my next bet bills go into new england look the bills were pissed last time uh it was in buffalo bad weather this one's in foxborough could have equally as bad weather, but I think the Bills have kind of learned their lesson. They're kind of they're kind of ascending while the Patriots are not necessarily descending. But they ha- they did not play very well against the Colts. They they got shut down on both sides of the ball for a while. I mean, I know it ended up being a ten point game, and it was within three with just a couple minutes left. But the Patriots did not play well. Um, Frank Reich out coached Bill Belichick last week. That's all there is to it. And I think the Bills, just being so fresh with playing the Patriots, you know, three weeks ago, I think um, they're they're going to be ready for whatever they have in store. And they they're going to look at this page, uh, this Colts game film and make Mac Jones beat them. And Buffalo's a hard defense to do when you make you know when you make Mac Jones uh, beat you. So they're easier said than done, right? They tried to do it before. The bills could not stop the run. The last time these two teams played Mac Jones, literally attempted three passes completed one and won the game. So it's easier said than done on trying to make Mac Jones be you, but the bills got embarrassed last time and they're not going to let this happen again. And I don't see the Patriots winning two against the bills in the same season. Bills are just a better football team in my opinion. So taking the bills to cover the two and a half spread they're getting. Um, Actually, the Patriots are favored by two and a half, so it's plus two and a half by the Bills. So I think they get within two and a half, and I think they're going to win, actually. Um, And then the Rams are going into Minnesota, and the Rams are favored by only two and a half. Rams are on fire right now. Minnesota's secondary, not good. Wow. Um, And and that is the Rams specialty. They got Daryl Henderson back you know, dual backfield there, they're getting, they're getting healthier pieces. And now Matt Stafford has a healthy Odell Beckham, Cooper cup, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higbee's back. He's got all of his weapons. Um, So I think, I think they win by at least three um, against, against Minnesota because the Rams, they're trying to try, they're they're trying to get into that top playoffs uh, seat as well, because, the Rams started hot and we thought they were the best team in football, but right now they're kind of like on the edge because I mentioned that the Cardinals are trying to win one game. If they, if the Cardinals win two out of the last three, they clinch the division. So the Rams are trying to get in one of the wild card spots, which is crazy. So every game here is super important um, to, to both of these teams, but specifically the Rams to try and make sure they stay in the playoffs because they're one of the better teams in the NFL.
1: Yeah. What did you say? Three? Two and a half. Two yeah. and a half. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I think it's just because it's away and the Vikings looked, I mean, did you watch that Vikings game?
1: The Vikings are good, dude. I mean, everybody wants to always talk down about the Vikings. They're a good team. I I agree. They're but... they a good team. They're efficient. They are controlled. They're predictable. They're not exciting. They're not flashy. But you know what, dude? It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. Would it shock they you? They
0: should be flashy. They should be. They have Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson on the same offense.
1: They, they should be flashy. They were a lot more flashy when Adam Thielen was healthy. I'll tell you that much.
0: And I'll say this. Adam Thielen was almost, I mean, practically a game-time decision last week. So the odds that he plays in this game are pretty good.
1: There we go. So, but so then you're going have
0: Jalen Ramsey. You're going to have Jalen Ramsey shadowing Justin Jefferson and then uh, partially her Adam Thielen and the rams shut down running games so i mean and, and the crazy thing is is even if the even if the vikings get up by like 20 points you live bet the rams hard yeah <laughs> cuz the vikings are going to try and give it away they're like whoa 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 yeah we yeah. we need to send all of our fans into cardiac arrest it's right a, now let's about, get let's get this within 2
1: it's about building a narrative yeah it's
0: about the story <laughs>
1: And then we almost <laughs> lost it. And then Kirk went down and he finally won a night game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's some crazy, crazy stat out there. Like the they have been with, they have been in 10 games this year that were decided on like six points or less. Like That's double crazy. digit games. It's a good it's team. Just crazy.
1: That's a good team. You don't want to fuck with that. That's a good team.
0: Okay. It's a good team, but they're going to lose a either their head coach and their offensive coordinator. Uh, after this season, or B, one or the other. There Call on right it. now. There you have it.
1: Is that the last bet? Is that it?
0: Y- yeah, I went through four. Nice. You got anything you else? Have... Fourteen dollars on that. I just put down wins one twenty. So on all odds... four. Yeah, on You're all four... Heck yeah, man. The... I'm. I'm... I like these. I go. like these bets, okay. and only two of them. I mean, Vegas knows that the over on that Ravens Bengals game is just like a. I mean, they're just throwing it out there, like, "Hey, everyone, free money!" So it's minus three thirty-five. So it's not. I see. You know, not that great. But if you parlay them with two one tens and a minus one twenty-five, that's pretty yeah. decent. Yeah, yeah.
1: There you have it. And there's a little bit of advice, parlay advice. Anything yeah. else?
0: Um no Merry Christmas everyone and um thanks for listening Merry Christmas You've been listening to Huddle Up a football podcast Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the
1: NFL and stay huddle up. in the huddle. The huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.